You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor, helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Canon Confidence Podcast. I have had so many new listeners recently, and if that's you, thanks for joining. We're so excited to have you here. And if you've been listening for a while, hi, I love you, and thanks for hanging out with me every week on here. So let's chat about my number one tip for growing confidence. I want to start out with letting you guys know um, kind of where confidence comes from. And I think it really helps to understand the opposite of confidence and really identifying that because I feel like I kind of used to teach confidence at a more surface level. And I've kind of expressed that I want to go deeper with this as I'm going deeper in my own growth journey. So where confidence comes from you know, all decisions that we have basically comes down to two things, and it's fear or love. And so the opposite of our confidence is really that fear. It's that self-doubt, right? It's us telling ourselves we're not good enough. And that's what creates our insecurities. That's what keeps us stuck. That's what keeps us unhappy, all these things. And that really comes from the ego. And before I learned about the like psychology of the ego, I used to hear the word ego and think of someone who's self-absorbed, someone who's a power seeker, right? Someone with a big ego we think of. But if you think about why someone would be like that, it's really coming from fear. And we all have fear. It manifests in different ways for each of us and we, we each show it in different ways. But the person who's making choices that put themselves into higher and higher power that often comes from fear. It comes from identifying ourselves with our positions, our titles, the size of our homes, things like that, right? And we get this big ego, you know, the way we look, right? Identifying ourselves with those kind of external things. And when we're trying to do all of that from the ego, it's really coming from a place of fear. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm not enough unless I have this position. I'm not enough unless I have this big house. I'm not enough unless I look at this certain way or dress this certain way. And that comes from the fear of, of lack of not having enough, not being enough without having all this external things. And, um, like that power situation and like gaining all of that feeds the ego. And it's not like having a big house is the problem. It's identifying yourself with the size of your home, with your titles, with your things. And this was me, guys. This was 100% me. I will be very transparent about that. It's the seeking and the needing and the wanting from a place of, let me show this off. Let me be feel powerful from this. Let me feel successful when people see my house, right? That's the problem. Not the fact that maybe you have a lot of kids and you want to have a big house with them or maybe... You know, you want to be the the parent that has like all their kids' friends over. So you want to have a pool for them to play in and a big basement for them to hang out in. Like that's not coming from a place of like an ego-driven thing necessarily, right? But when we have those little feelings of, oh, let me casually mention these things that I have or this way that I identify myself, that's what's coming from that ego, which is the fear versus love. 
So in order to grow our true confidence, which to me means loving ourselves for who we really are, we must start to disidentify with a sense of self that comes from these places of doubt and fear. And a really practical way to do this, which is, this is it, this is my number one tip for confidence, it always has been, is by doing things we thought we couldn't do. Essentially putting yourself out of your comfort zone, um, facing your fears, right? But but I wanna kind of put it this way today with a focus on doing things we previously thought we couldn't do. When we prove ourselves wrong, we gain some confidence. And, you know, whenever we want to start doing something new, we have typically this voice of fear saying we can't do that. We'll look foolish and we'll embarrass ourselves. We'll have to start as a beginner and who wants to do that? And then what if we never succeed? What then? Can we handle that? Right? People are going to see it. Is that going to be embarrassing? And obviously this all comes from the ego, the, the ego voice. And so when we start to decide to put that aside and do the thing anyways, we start to prove that ego voice wrong. We start to build up questioning of the ego instead of how most humans live is just from a place of believing those thoughts without questioning them, right? That's what kind of our natural way of being is. So what happens if we choose love and go after the thing that we really want to do? So this, this is something that happens in serious situations. It could be leaving um, a relationship that's toxic or a career that's toxic. But I want us to really today think about starting small and experimenting with this. Starting small allows you to conduct an experiment and see the outcome very quickly. And it, it's logical to start small because that allows you to build up to bigger and bigger things, right? There's less fear involved. So what sparked me to record this episode, if you guys have been following along on Instagram, you know I'm learning how to shuffle, shuffle dance. If you guys know shuffling, it's like it's like this dance you will do on TikTok. It's like, um, I don't know how else to describe it. If you want to see it, go to my Instagram. I have like, if you go to my bio, I have like a little highlight reel that says shuffle and you can watch my stories. Um, so uh, where this started from was, you know, I've seen people do this for a while and I thought it looked really fun, but I never thought about me doing it because it felt like something I just couldn't do. But, and this was like a few years ago, you know, like this was like back in my mindset of just immediately not even going for things because I thought there was no way. So then I got curious about it. And actually one of my clients brought it up a couple months ago and she was like, I really want to learn how to do this. And I was like, oh my God, me too. Like, let's do it. And my mindset had shifted because, you know, as you grow and as you raise your consciousness, you start to question and you start to have the thought that say, mm, you can't do that, but you question it. And you're, you know that that's the voice of the ego and the fear and it's going to be there. But I still kind of was like, eh, I can't do that. I, I tried it like once and I was like, you know, this is too hard. But I still knew that that was the ego voice and I knew I wanted to try it. So I decided just to try it again. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm actually going to learn how to do this. And I like learned it when you know, I was learning it one day and I decided to record myself so I could later show progress. And I thought maybe one day I'll show, you know, myself doing this in the beginnings, like looking like an idiot and then showing myself actually being able to do it and kind of share that no one starts off amazing at things because it's a big part of what I like to teach is that, you know, no one starts off 
at like, you know, LeBron wasn't just a, a freaking amazing basketball player overnight, right? So, but then I recorded it and I was like, oh, I should just share this on Instagram right now, even though it's super embarrassing. It was hard to do. It was really hard. Um, you'll see what I mean if you go to my Instagram and look at the video because it's pretty silly. But I just knew that like if I share this and someone sees it and decides to start something new, despite the fact that they have to start as a beginner, that's worth it, right? And that's ultimately what I'm here to do is to help people gain confidence. So I posted it. And it was embarrassing, but I, you know, kind of quickly got over it. And then I was, and then, you know, every couple of days I'm sharing these videos and like caring less and less and just kind of laughing with myself about it. And then that was me gaining some confidence, right? Learning to laugh off the ego, the voice that says, don't do that. That's embarrassing. That is you gaining confidence. That was me gaining some love for myself, some grace for myself, allowing myself to have more fun with life, right? So that was the first like little piece there where you can start to gain some confidence. Not that you have to do something that extreme. I know for a lot of people that's like crazy sounding. But then I started actually getting better at shuffling. And maybe about a month or so. And I did this like, you know, every few days. Um, and there was like a week where I did it like almost every day for like 20 minutes a day. And then I started doing it for like 30 minutes every couple days or whatever. Um, but a month or so in, it really clicked. And then again, there's more confidence for me to gain. Like I was like, wow, this is something I never thought I could do. And I actually am kind of doing it now. And I haven't posted a, a, a video in, you know, maybe two weeks or so. So I'll share one soon of like what it looks like now when I do this. But it looks like I'm kind of actually doing it. And it's crazy because it's like, wow, this is something I never thought I could do. And now I'm doing it. So what does that mean? That means that the ego voice of fear and self-doubt isn't real or factual. And we know this and we, and I've heard this so many times over the past couple of years, like I know this, but it's something we have to like work on with ourselves over time. So if you're thinking to yourself, okay, but Leah, I really struggle with the discipline of sticking things out and like actually starting something and completing it to the point of be getting better at it and, and becoming successful at it. This is the one of the biggest reasons why people hire a coach for accountability. And I don't want you to think of it like having someone to report to who gets upset if you're not following through on it. Like, no, it's not like that with me. I don't believe in that. I think of it more as support. Having someone else believe in you is absolutely huge. Having someone believe in you and support you and like cheer you on and then the other side of it is when you when you hire a coach or a mentor who's been where you are and who is where you want to be, you start to calibrate to that person's energy. You start to pick up on that energy and shift yourself towards that. It's almost like how we, you know, we always say, whoever said this first, I'm not sure, but you become the five people you spend the most time with, right? A big influence in your life of a mentor and being around their energy allows you to pick up on that and gain some self-belief from them, literally transferring my confidence to you as a client. So that's one of my biggest goals with my clients um, as, a, as a coach and a mentor. And we work together to identify where you want to be in life, whether that's, you know, things in your life you're working on or whether that's a business, 
but then breaking down the steps to help you get there, making smaller steps along the way. And then I help you stay accountable um, all while growing spiritually and doing this in a way to gain true, real, authentic confidence. That is the desired outcome. And that is what leads you to success in in all areas of life and, and ultimately happiness. So the links are going to be my show notes for this. I do business coaching as well as spiritual mentoring. So, um, you know, I, I have a lot of clients who run online businesses. I also work with clients who are really looking to gain confidence and kind of ditch anxiety, ditch stress, and just work on loving themselves. So if that calls to you, the links are going to be in the show notes. You can check it out and you can book a free call with me to see if it's a good fit. So it's important to understand that like, this big shift doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey, but it's one of the most important journeys we can be on because learning to live from love versus fear, that's everything, right? It's how we learn to love ourselves because we're going to learn to slowly let go of that voice that's telling us we aren't good enough. And that voice is the opposite of our confidence, right? So when I started my podcast, this podcast a year and a half ago, it took me months to start months because I had a lot of fear. <laughs> I didn't know that was why I was holding off. Right. Because we that's where excuses come in. Excuses come from fear, but they are disguised as very real reasons not to proceed. So we believe our own excuses. This is another reason why having a coach is so powerful, because you have someone to kind of talk about that your excuses with who can call you out lovingly and redirect you towards doing the things that scare you. So this past fall, I started writing my book and I held off for maybe a month out of fear. But do you see how it's getting easier and easier? Because we're always going to have fear. Like every human has fear. Every human has an ego. But it gets easier and easier to identify that that fear isn't real by building self-awareness and consciousness and, you know, little by little doing the things that scare us and proving to ourselves that that voice isn't real. And that and like and it's we know that voice is still going to be there, but we don't have to take it so seriously or like let it mean anything. We can learn to laugh it off over time and just kind of smile at it and just kind of be like, okay. I hear you there. Like I, yeah, this is scary, but I'm going to do it anyways, because love is pointing me in this direction. So this is the part where I challenge you. I'm challenging you guys to think of what little thing you can go after. It could be a big thing if you want, but if you haven't done anything like this yet, and you're really coming from a place with a lot of self-doubt, what's a little thing you can go after? What have you been wanting to try but you've been holding off of because of fear. Pick a little thing. I want to hear from you. Shoot me a message over on Instagram at candid.confidence. I want to hear what little thing you're going to start doing. And if you want, I can share like parts of it on my um, Instagram. Like, like I'm sharing my shuffling journey and I can share something of yours. So let me know what that is. I'm here to chat with you guys about it here to cheer you on. Um, yeah. And if you guys are loving the podcast, of course, I so appreciate it. If you take a screenshot of this um, episode, share on your Instagram story, tag me in it. And uh, yeah, I appreciate so much because you guys are helping me spread the word about the show and bring these super important messages to more people's ears. So we're changing the world over here. 
I'm so glad to have you on the journey. I love you so much and I will see you guys next week.